Welcome to the Messy Progress Podcast, the show that will give you the courage and confidence to get messy, uncaged, and liberated so that you're living your most vibrant life. I'm your host, Adrian Smith, and I'm so stoked that you're here. Let's jump right in. As I get this new season underway, I'm witnessing myself in the full experience of messy progress. I'm writing out the first episode and I'm typing and erasing what seems like every other word over and over again. I write out one sentence and then I start to tell a story about it. And it leads to yet another story about another story and another story. My mind is playing this kind of ping pong game from one idea to the next as I try to get out what I realize is the right story for this episode. And I'm reminded, Adrian, there is no right story. There is simply the willingness to begin from right where I'm at. Those other stories, I cannot wait to tell them and I can't wait for them to fully come to life. Lessons about things I've learned from my dad, people I've never even thought to recognize until now for guiding me towards my destiny. Their importance about my messy progress and they'll definitely make their way into this podcast at exactly the time they're supposed to. But for now though, I'm just pondering what is messy progress? I think it's the interaction or the intersection of grace and growth that we're able to draw awareness to about ourselves. It's trying new things and letting ourselves be in a practice about them. It's having a new relationship with practice, a new relationship with excellence. It's a desire for a new normal for ourselves, a continuous obedience, kind of weird word, but a continuous obedience towards progressing, even when we feel like we're falling flat on our face. If I Google messy progress, or you do, you'll see a lot of images of a graph where the line starts at the bottom left corner, it continues up to the top right corner, and in the middle is a scribbly drawing a toddler would create if they were given a crayon. And that scribble, it's the heart of creation. That's our life. My daughter Reese and I were on the floor just a little bit ago playing a game called Nose Goes. A card is drawn and the other person looks at it while you put it on your face. Then you ask the other person questions that are specifically yes or no questions. Do I have a mustache? Are my lips pink? Do I have jewels on my teeth? Am I wearing braces? Well, she doesn't like to play by the rules. And I don't even say that she doesn't like to play by the rules, but just rules don't apply to her as easily when she's a kid. And I start to recognize that I'm really attached to the rules. This is how you're supposed to play. And I get immediately frustrated until I remember that the goal for us while we're sitting on the floor is to play, not to play the game perfectly according to the written rules, but simply to play. When was the last time you played Uno? So Uno is a really simple card game that we bring with us almost every time that we go out for dinner. And there are so many different ways to play this game. Depending on who you're with, you might keep drawing cards until you get the yellow card that you then put down. 
Other times you might play with a group of people that you just draw one card. And then if you don't have the yellow card that needs to get played or the number, you simply move on. That alone is an in-the-moment creation. The rules, of course, they do need to be established with the group you're playing with, but they can always change. And there can be a discussion about the change. There's no governing body making sure we get it exactly right. There isn't money on the line. There's no pressure other than the one that we impose on ourselves. And I realize as I'm thinking about this, gosh, I put so much pressure on myself. Do you? Just the word pressure makes me think of something recently I said I would do that I haven't done. I'm really hard on myself. I made a commitment several weeks ago to write every morning as soon as I wake up. I'll share about this writing practice, the science behind it, a few books that I read about this writing practice specifically in future episodes. But for now, I'm sharing with you my messy progress around writing, pressure, and what it's showing me. After committing to this daily practice of writing, it hit me just over a week ago that I haven't been waking up early enough to do this practice, especially if I'm teaching a 6 a.m. yoga class. I have to set my alarm for five to make sure that I have enough time to write out as much as I'm supposed to be writing. In fact, this last week I've been burning the candle on both ends, staying up too late, not sleeping super great, opting for naps over exercise in the middle of the day, eating too many burritos and not enough real food, which is probably not what most people would expect of me being a yoga studio owner and being in pretty damn good shape. But it's been a lot of fun. I'm letting myself play more and I'm doing less. I'm laughing more, more than I have in years. I'm collaborating more, having fun with the collaborations, connecting more, talking on the phone, having great conversations, and giving myself more permission to just go with the flow. And as I reflect on this, I check in with how my body's feeling, and I ask myself, is this a pattern that I want to keep going? And my answer arrives rather quickly, yes and no. I miss my morning routines, lighting a candle. I pull a card from my many decks of different energy cards I have, and I write. I miss my 9 p.m. bedtime and getting a solid eight hours of sleep. But I'm also loving the spontaneity of life. Just last night, as I spent an entire day with my teammates from my row, I asked them, why don't you guys just come over for breakfast in the morning as we were trying to figure out how we were going to see each other one more time before my friend Libby was taking a flight back to San Francisco. And I say to my dog, hey, Kona, let's go to the beach today instead of just cruising the neighborhood like we always do. I'm saying yes to Jason in an extra episode of Ted Lasso. I'm still on season three. And it's already really late. And best of all, I'll tell Reese, yeah, you can watch another show. I'll be upstairs in the office if you need me. This playful nature is causing a softening inside of my body that's really new. I feel like 
I have more space to breathe for the first time in years. So I recognize for me that adding more play into my life is essential for my health. And perhaps I've swung the pendulum just a bit too far for the last week or so. And I'd like to get back to some routines that are equally as important as play. And they can be playful too. Planning meals, eating dinner earlier, waking up with enough time to write, and making sure I prioritize a workout. We all have different Enneagram numbers, different human design scores, Myers-Briggs. Our astrology charts are all different. None of us grew up in the same household at the same time with the same families. And even if the latter is true, we're all unique. We don't get to this point of determining how much play is too much or how much work is too much by listening to anyone else's advice on life because none of us are living the same one. I got there by experiencing decades, didn't realize it, but decades of extreme productivity and burnout and then swinging the pendulum to significantly more play for a short period of time and reflecting on that. You can too. Look at how you're naturally wired. Look at how much you're sleeping. What are you eating? How much playtime do you have or don't you? How much are you laughing? No matter where it is or how much it is right at this point in time, let it all be perfect. And then try swinging the pendulum a bit the other way, or maybe a lot the other way. See what happens next. And then from there, see what next step you want to take. Treat it like one big, messy experiment, just the way play should be. People that play more mess up more. They fall more. They also discover more. Set yourself free to be messy and let all this magic unfold, at least for now. Thank you for listening. If what you heard today lit you up in any way, please take the time to subscribe, like, and share the podcast with your friends. It'll help us reach more people in courageously and confidently rocking life. Make sure you follow me on Instagram to see the messy fun I'm up to at the Adrian Smith. And check out my current wellness events and coaching programs on my website, alignedlivingnow.com. I look forward to being with you next week. Until then, get messy.